I've really been looking forward to this series of things that God cannot do and the reason why. Today I'm doing a mix-up of two different things. God cannot fail and God will not leave things unfinished. To be honest, this lesson did not come easy to me at all. I've been thinking on this for a couple of weeks, but there was nothing of real substance. So I was talking, complaining really, to God Tuesday morning on my way to work. And I, would the, I told God that I wanted this to be a great lesson and that I really wanted it to have a lot of meaning for a lot of people and that I just wanted it to be so good and that I know he can't fail me and that I know his plan for me will not go unfinished. <laughs> as soon as I said that, I felt this strange twinge of guilt. Have you ever started to backpedal while talking to God, having to admit things that you know that he already knows? Regardless, God knew my heart, and right then I was truthful with him and myself. I admitted that I was unsure of where I stood right now. Personally and professionally, things are hard, and I don't handle the unsure very well at all. It was then that I realized I was using the words me, I, and my a lot. Maybe that was the reason I was unsure. Maybe that was the reason I felt so unsteady. Perhaps I was depending on Amy a little too much. I can imagine God going, and there you go. There's your reason. My path I have placed you on is perfect, he says. You need to breathe, you need to slow down, and you need to come to me. You need to hang on to the truth that I cannot fail you, and that I will not leave you wondering or waiting. I will not leave things unfinished for you. There is a lot in our lives that can make us feel unsteady, or unsure as we travel the path that God has placed us on. Those that we surround ourselves with can and will fail us. Rather it be intentionally or unintentionally, it'll happen, and in turn, we will fail others. Our faith and hope should remain always in the Father. I am blessed with amazingly supportive parents. My father has always done whatever he can to make my tough times better. When I got my cancer diagnosis, he was always asking me about other doctors, better treatments, other options. He urged me to find a doctor that specialized in the disorder that I have had since birth and the reason for the cancerous tumor. I would often get flustered at his amount of questions and his push towards other options and other doctors. It took me a while to realize that he was trying to fix things. And this was the one thing he truly could not fix for me. He was doing all he could. He did not want to fail me. God cannot fail. God cannot fail us. We sing a song in service sometimes, your love never fails. But the wonderful thing about our God is it's not just his love. His mercy can never fail. Deuteronomy 4.31 says, for the Lord your God is a merciful God. He will, leave, he will not leave you or destroy you or forget the covenant with your fathers that he swore to them. His mercies never fail. His goodness never fails. First Chronicles 16.34 Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His love endures forever. God is good all the time. His power and might never fail. Jeremiah 10, 12, 
it is he who made the earth by his power, who established the world by his wisdom, and by his understanding stretched out the heavens. He is the all-powerful God. His forgiveness never fails. 1 John 1, 9. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. His provision never fails. Philippians 4.19 My God will provide all your needs according to his riches and glory. All your needs. All. He will provide for his own. His provisions never fail. His support will never fail. Psalms 54.4 Surely God is my help. The Lord is the one who sustains me. He alone sustains us. His strength never fails. Isaiah 41.10 Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. He alone is our help and our strength. We heard last week that his truth never fails. Titus 1.2 In hope of eternal life with God, who cannot lie, promised before time began. God is God, and he promises to remain the same today, tomorrow, and forever. His plan will never fail. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. His plan never fails. Just because we do not get what we have prayed for doesn't mean that God has failed. His plan is perfect. He has not failed us. It is us, sometimes, that fail him. We fail when we try to do things on our own. We fail when we dictate our own plan, our own path. But, but, in his perfect, unfailing way, he picks us up daily hourly for me sometimes and sets us back on our path he loves us the same yesterday today and forever in spite of our shortcomings our failures and the numerous times that we have strayed off path he loves us and he will never fail us Romans eight twenty eight says and we know that all things work for good for those who love him and are called according to his purpose this verse, along with Jeremiah 29, 11, I struggle with at times. These verses can be our go-to sometimes when people are struggling, and we use them, we try to use them to comfort people. When facing some of my deepest valleys, these verses were said to me, used in letters, I don't know how many times. I know that as Christians, we are to try and to stay strong through the storm but there were times when I just wanted to sit down and cry. There were times when I didn't want to hear these words. I never doubted that God was in control, but yes, there were times when I was lost about the situation I was in. I want to be completely honest about my feelings because I know that far too many times we say or do things simply because they appear Christ-like to others. We struggle with feelings of doubt, weakness, and sometimes even anger. 
Why do we feel the need to hide who we really are? If we are hurting, we should say it. If we are struggling, we should reach out. If we need help, we should ask for it. And I'm speaking to myself with all three of those. We should never fear judgment here. One thing I have learned while being at Stewart Heights is if they ask how you are, they really want to know. And if they don't believe your answer, most will ask again. I am extremely blessed to have an amazing best friend. And our one rule of friendship is we don't judge. We don't judge about the past. We don't judge about the present. We laugh. We cry. We support each other. We share weakness. Weakness is not wrong. My weakness led me closer to God. Sometimes God uses our faults to bring us back to him. He made me, and he knows me better than anyone. He knows I'm stubborn, and I don't admit when I need help. So he's placed me in situations time and time again where I need to reach out, where I need to take the time to let go and know that I am where I need to be. My sister pointed out to me that these verses don't promise an easy, carefree life. They don't promise a path full of free of stumbles and thunderstorms. But what they do promise is that God is in control. We are promised that God has our future and that God is our hope. During the last ladies' retreat, we discussed the idea of one word, one word that we can hold to during the hard times. My word is breathe. Far too often I get caught up in the situation where I forget to breathe. Breathe and take in what's around me. Breathe and remember that God is in control. And luckily, that weekend, I gained a whole group of ladies that remind me to breathe when I need it the most. And for that, I thank you. Many of you have heard the journey that Matt and I faced when we were pregnant with G. We were told that we should terminate the pregnancy because the doctors feared she would have Down syndrome. Matt and I knew that God had a plan. God does not fail. His plan for our child would be perfect, regardless of the outcome. I've also talked about the battle that I faced with my cancer diagnosis. Although my world was rocked by this, I had peace. No matter if my battle is over or not, God can't leave things unfinished. Twyla Paris sings a song called The Warrior is a Child, and the first part of that song goes, Lately I've been winning battles left and right. But even winners can get wounded in the fight. People say that I'm amazing, strong beyond my years. But they don't see inside of me. I'm hiding all my tears. They don't know that I go running home when I fall down. And they don't know who picks me up when no one is around. I drop my sword and cry for just a while. Because deep inside this armor... The warrior is a child. No matter the battle, no matter how strong you think your armor is, we all need God alongside of us. He will not fail us. And I know that he is far from finished working on this child. Once he starts a journey with you, he will finish it. Philippians 1.6 says, being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. 
he will not leave us or forsake us. In my walk, there have been times that God and I walked side by side, or times that he has led me, or times with not so good results that I have tried to lead him. There has been times he's had to nudge me gently and not so gently back on my path. And there have been times that I've been so weak that he has carried me. Through it all, God has promised that he will never fail me. Hard times, good times, laughter, tears, he is there. He will not fail me. The Bible is full of promises of God. A.W. Tozer says, just how good are God's promises? Just as good as the character of the one who made them. Isaiah 41, 13 says, For I am the Lord your God, who takes hold of your right hand and says, Do not fear, I will help you. God promises to hold our hand through the hard times, to give us support, to give us strength. He holds our hands in the good times, too, to celebrate and rejoice with us. He is there. He never fails. Colossians 1.16 says, For him all things are created, in heaven and earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities, all things were created through him and for him. All things were created for him. We were made by God, for God. Created for God, and God does not fail. One night in Puggles, I was asking the questions that we go through every night. Jessica, I'm calling on you here. I say God made, and the kids say, and they saw that it was. This night, however, Max Miller answered, and God saw that it was great. And I couldn't help but chuckle going, you know, he probably did think it was great. The world was made according to his standards. It was made for him, and God doesn't leave things unfinished. Philippians 2.13 says, For it is God who is at work in you, both to will and to work for his good pleasure. God is at work within us, and he will not leave us unfinished. He will not give up on us. Most of you know my Jacob, my sweet Jay. While he is a typical boy, his heart is bigger than most. He can always make me laugh, and some of the things that he says, it's hard to believe he's only eight. Back when Jacob was around two, he wasn't talking. He would listen and obey to most commands, but his communication skills were very limited. After several doctor's visits, we discovered he was in great need of tubes. After the surgery, it was like a light switch had been flipped. The boy rarely stops talking now. And when he talks, he talks really loud. It's at times that he won't stop talking that Matt and I have to remind ourselves that we prayed for this. <laughs> Matthew 7, 7 says, Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened for you. God doesn't leave things unfinished, and he is far from finished on RJ. When Jay was around four and G was around six, they were in the playroom. After some time, 
Jay walks out of the playroom and he has been colored green. His face is green, his arms are green, any part that's showing green. Magic marker, permanent green. Matt and I asked what happened and he said he wanted to be the Hulk and his sister gladly obliged. (laughs) It's at times like this that I'm glad that God is not unfinished with him. He is still working on both my kids. There's a song that I sang as a kid that reminds me of this lesson. Kids under construction, maybe the paint is still wet. Kids under construction, God may not be finished yet. Painting is hard. It is time-consuming work. You have to pick out the color, get all the supplies. You have to move furniture, tape around the edges, cover all your floors. You have to paint a certain way to ensure that it dries with no lines and no clumps. God doesn't just slap a coat of paint on us and hope for the best. He's careful. He takes his time. There are no clumps, no missing spots. He meticulously covers the dents and the dings that we are constantly putting in our paint. It's at times when Jay is colored green that I am reminded he is still under construction. God has a plan for him, a plan that God set out, and God doesn't leave things unfinished. One day, a few months ago, after my granny had died, I was having a bit of an emotional breakdown in my kitchen. Jay came to me and grabbed my hands and said, Mommy, it's okay to be sad because we loved her very much. But she's with Jesus now, walking on streets of gold. She's no longer in pain. And he ran to his room for a minute and came back and handed me this bracelet. It says, Keep the faith. It is my constant reminder that God's got any situation I face. No matter the circumstance, No matter the outcome, God cannot fail. God will be with us every place we go, every giant we face, because he cannot fail. Time and time again in the Bible, God has promised to never fail his people. God sometimes uses our inability to do things that we never imagined. David was able to defeat Goliath because God cannot fail. First Chronicles 28:20 says, David also said to Solomon his son, "Be strong and courageous and do the work. Do not be afraid or discouraged, for the Lord God, my God, is with you. He will not fail you or forsake you until all the work of the service of the temple for the Lord is finished." This shows us that God is not weak. Never has he been less than who he says he is. He will never change, never waver, never fall short. He will never fail. Joshua was able to bring down the mighty walls of Jericho because his God's more powerful than a wall. God did what he promised Joshua he would do. God does not fail us regardless of the obstacles, the mountains, or the walls that we will be facing. Moses was able to free his people because God cannot fail. Moses was unsure of the path that God had placed him on. Moses soon realized that when God sets out to do something, 
he does not leave his plan unfinished. It gives me hope for myself that Moses' paint was still wet. God was shaping, molding, and working on him. I know that through my struggles and my questionings of the way that I should go, God is still molding me. And remember that our paint may still be wet too. God is working on, in, and through us. Daily, hourly, minute by minute, he uses the good and the bad, the times we are dancing and the times that we are sitting on the floor crying, all for his glory. God is working on us, and he won't leave things unfinished. I found the following passage on the blog Journey by a lady named Marlene. My God is decisive about finishing. For instance, he will not partially set you free. He leaves no unfinished business. He saves you to the utmost. He takes away your sin, all of your sin. He pays all of your debt in full. He ends his assignment from glad, from God, glad to report it is finished. A perfect gentleman who leaves the cloth neatly folded in the tomb. What he does, he finishes, and what he finishes, he does well. Walking with God daily requires that we put a priority on important business that remains unattended. Don't allow pride, stubbornness, laziness, or simply trying to prove to someone that you're doing just fine, stand in the way of attending to things. If you are serious about it, approach God about that that remains undone. He is the ultimate finisher. He will help you find the much-needed closure that that will bring untold blessing. Love when she says that God is the ultimate finisher. God sees every situation to the end. 1 Corinthians 15.4 says that he was buried and he was raised on the third day according to the scriptures. Matthew 28.5-7 says the angel said to the woman, Do not be afraid, for I know that you are looking for Jesus, who was crucified. He is not here. He is risen, just as he said. Come and see the place where he lay. Then go quickly and tell the disciples, He has risen from the dead and is going ahead of you into Galilee. There you will see him. Now I have told you. He is not here. He is risen. Our God doesn't leave things unfinished. Our Redeemer lives. He rose again. He conquered death. He overcame the grave. He defeated the enemy. He lives forever. He holds our future, and he does not fail. Throughout preparing for this lesson, the common theme that I kept seeing was God wanting me to learn to wait. Don't rush God's plan. My paint is still wet for a reason. He is not finished with me, but God's plan and God's purpose for me will be good for me and bring God all the glory. So what's the point? God has a plan and a purpose for our lives, and he will be with us every step of the way. God will not give up on us. 
wet paint and all, he will never fail us. This week's memory verse is 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18. Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. We need to give thanks that he is still working on us. Rejoice that he never fails. Rejoice that he holds us through the hard times. Rejoice that he has placed us here for a reason and that no matter the reason, he will be with us always because God does not leave things unfinished. We need to pray for the strength to trust him in all things. Give thanks that he is still working on us. In triumph and strength, he will continue to mold, paint, and use us for his glory. God cannot fail, and God cannot leave things unfinished. Amen.